Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Tabletop Tavern. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenny. I will be your Dungeon Master for this entire campaign, uh, and I am going to let my wonderful players, all of whom I admire so greatly, introduce themselves, starting first with the beautiful, the effervescent, the red-lipped Victoria Shaz. Hello, everyone. My name is Victoria, and I play Leon LaBelle. Hi everyone, my name is Ryan and I play Galen Wayfair. Hi, I am Doe or Doe Deer and I play Gristlefoot. And I'm Pippin and I play Ariadne and Kyle And I'm Stacy and I'm gonna be playing B. Bofkin. And I'm Allie and I will be playing Maxilla Osteoclast. Uh, Allie and Stacy have agreed to be our wonderful guest NPCs uh, for the first three-ish episodes, so uh, it's lovely to have you here. Thank you for being here. Uh, for those of you who did not catch the last episode, let me give you a quick rundown on what has happened so far in Season 2 of the Tabletop Tavern. Last episode. Uh, season 2 began with a reunion of sorts with the party, along with B. Bothkin, Maxilla Osteoclast, and Travis who's just, he's just Travis, uh, all gathering at Maxilla's farm in the sleepy town of Viri Valley to celebrate the Harvest Festival. However, the first night of festivities got off to an inauspicious start when, listening to the horizon, Maxilla's mother, Cordea, uh, heard something suspicious and told the party that the last hayride on which Maxilla's parent, Chet, and younger sister Stapes, uh were were on on which they were on whatever <laughs> had not returned after leaving over an hour beforehand. Uh, Travis seemed to understand exactly what it was Cordea was hearing in the distance, and seemed to ready himself for battle. Uh, you are all standing on the porch behind Maxilla's family home with her mother who has watched uh, Travis emerge from the house and hand Maxilla a, uh, her, her axe. Um, her brow, Cordea's Hammer. brow, <laughs> Hammer, thank you, is furrowed, skin puckering around the scar that runs vertically down the center of her face. Um, and Travis seems ready to go, seeming to know exactly where you're supposed to be going. Um... Leon, seeing that this has gone missing, they're ready to um, basically fight. Not fight necessarily, but go out somewhere. And he grabbed, Travis grabbed his weapon. So um, Leon kind of turns around into the house um, to go and grab some of her items. And uh, I don't know if anybody else wants Ari to Ari follows speeding, back, uh, speeding swiftly uh, in front of Leon effortlessly uh, and back out with a short sword. So the, par the party's all standing together, right? Like, we're kind of in a, in a group of like, what the heck is happening? Everything's kind of wild. Yes. Yeah. Um, with the exception of Ari and Leon who've gone inside, presumably Ari comes back very quickly and Leon shortly after. Okay. Yeah. I think Gris is likely to to question maybe to Maxilla, uh, like what like what does that sound? Because I don't think we know yet what we're hearing. Mm -hmm. Um, or no, we 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 do or we don't. Jenny, you're shaking your head. So <laughs> Maxilla would know from the context of 
Travis and Cordea um, having a very brief exchange in what appeared to be Orcish okay. earlier. Unfortunately, I don't believe any of you speak that. No. So Gris, Gris turns to Maxilla and, and kind of just eyes wide. What's happening? Like, what's that noise? Uh, Maxilla is a little bit tense, I think. And she's kind of trying to figure it out. Um, and she's like, I don't know. I mean, what we think we hear is orcs. I don't know what that really means, though. I guess we'll see when we get there. But I really think we should just prepare for anything. Um, and B- um, oh, no, you oh, go. Sorry. You go. Oh, B kind of stands up a little straighter and kind of looks at Maxilla and kind of goes, I thought you told me there isn't any other orcs around here. My family's the only orcs I've ever met. Well, well besides Travis. <laughs> <laughs> He's already family. That's huh? out of can- Nope, that's not canon. <laughs> Travis uh, doesn't even really acknowledge this exchange. He seems very distracted. Um, as that exchange happens, I think Leon would probably come back out of the house and... Um, She's, like, not necessarily used to doing what she's doing in this moment, but um, you can all kind of see her strapping a sword to her waist and then throwing a small box. It's golden with a chain over her shoulder, so it crosses across her body. Go ahead, Pip. Oh, I was going to say, I put a hand on my hilt and go, I know what I went to go inside to get is that yeah galen sort of points at it and goes like where where did you get that um he looks over to max and is like is that is that yours man uh, miss pris i didn't re- i didn't notice that you had a sword last time i saw you gris kind of raises um, like a knowing eyebrow and like casts like a smirk over at leon as as they're all asking Leon these questions, she's like preparing to answer. And um, as Galen asks, "Where did you get that?" Um, Leon kind of like blushes for a moment and then stops and says, "Well, I decided that." And and she places her hand on her sword. I was never going to get left and tied up ever again. Uh, so now I do magic, and I'm a paladin. <laughs> B kind of looks over to Leon, um, and she kind of loosens up her stance a little bit, and she kind of goes, "Well, I think it's very sexy of you, Leon." <laughs> Leon flips her hair and looks at B and is like, "Thank you." I turn to Galen and I go, "She realizes that's sharp, right?" Like that she's more likely to, and I look back over to hurt herself than hurt Leon anything else. looks at Ari and says, I did spend the last three months training. <laughs> oh, yeah. Th- I'm sorry. Three months. No, you're right. That's a long It's long not time. a lot, but it's better than nothing. Gris kind of kind of chuckles at the two of them and their exchange and then says, Can you, you even know- lift it? <laughs> I'll untie you anytime, but I'm glad to hear that you're taking a step to get a little bit stronger. And she's like, I'm with B on this one. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, thank you, thank you. Um, 
And and then Leon kind of just like waves her hands and is like, that's not what's most important right now though. We need to go. And and she looks at Travis and says, it really seems like you know where you're going. Do you know what's going on? Travis looks at you for a minute and uh, nods and then starts walking. Now, hold on, y'all gang. I, I'm a little, I'm feeling some reservations. I, I, I know we should be going in ready for a fight, but I don't think that we should have combat as our only option here. I don't want to be causing, I don't want no trouble, all right? Leon looks at Maxilla and nods and says, no, don't worry. I don't think any of us want to fight. I think we're just prepared in case. Uh, B, at least that's what I want. B kind of leans over and kind of goes, I think Maxilla's trying to be sweeter than she usually is. I think Maxilla's maybe a little concerned for um, her image in this town and already what her image as a family is. If I don't know how appropriate it would be if we came in with swords. No, that's not completely it. <laughs> he kind of shrugs and goes, I'm mostly just worried about causing a, a, a tiff when we don't have to. And I don't want to cause uh, a fight that we can't win. <laughs> and I don't want to cause a fight. We don't know what they need. We, they don't know what they're here for. Maybe they broke an axle. We don't know why the thing's missing for sure. Just saying. We can always go in uh, amicably. And if needed, I can wild shape and we can scout it out maybe. Travis uh, turns back to face the group after having taken a few steps away. And he's like, I'll do the talking. (laughs) Gris looks all the way up at Travis. Sure thing. <laughs> we'll follow your lead. And uh, runs and grabs uh, her staff and satchel from inside the, the farmhouse. B uh, takes a deep sigh because she really just didn't want to get up more of the fact and grabs her uh, weapons as well <laughs> and kind of comes back unreluctantly. <laughs> Oh, I ain't carrying them for you this time. You gotta carry your own weight. V kind of bats her eyes as Matsilla and kind of goes, Oh, will you carry me? Nope, gotta say my strength. <laughs> I'm learning how to say no. V kind of takes another deep sigh and kind of looks over to Ari. Not even to Galen, <laughs> looks over to Ari. Goes, will you carry me? Don't do it. Don't do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Chris gives Arya a look and is like, you usually carry me, though. <laughs> Anyways, that's beside the point. Shouldn't we go check this out? Fiona's <laughs> is at this point just following Travis. <laughs> She's like, oh my god. <laughs> Gris kind of tries to catch up and, and follow suit. Okay, so are you all leaving? Do you have anything else you need? Does everybody have everything? I think Galen, you usually just keep your belt of Galen knives never leaves on you. anywhere without his knives. So yeah, he's <laughs> good. Guys, so uh, I'm assuming Maxilla has her armor on, so Yeah. Uh I would say that Travis probably grabbed that for you too. Yeah. Cool. He's very helpful. Um 
Um, as... Wanna, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Ari. Oh, I was go just going to say, as as we start walking, I just want I'd want to, like, go to Maxilla, but just to Maxilla, and be like, don't worry, it's okay. We don't want to fight. I just don't want to be on the wrong end of the pointy bit again. Uh, yeah, I hear ya. Oh, I definitely don't think not bringing... Bringing equipment's definitely the right move. I just... I didn't want people to go in guns blazing <laughs> Or... Enough. Besides, if I need to leave it, it's not all that. It's not. It's not a huge deal. And I just like, I'm just like, hold up my hands. Okay, Maxilla. When you said guns, you meant like biceps, and that's yeah. where we're leaving that. Wait, I'm not writing guns into this story. No. Pointy bits of digitation and blazing. Fires. I didn't mean um, fires blazing. Yeah. <laughs> So as you all move to lead, um, following Travis, who at this point is probably a good 20 feet ahead of you, um, just walking, doesn't seem particularly interested in engaging in whatever the hell's going on with this entire interaction, um, Cordea reaches out and grabs Maxilla's arm um, as she walks by, and uh, Maxilla, she, she pulls you close to her. Um, gently, but still firmly, and, uh, looks you in the eyes. And in the moonlight, her scar is exceptionally visible. And she says to you, very quietly, Be careful. I will, Mama. She gives you a hug. I hug her back. <laughs> And All I, right, go for it. Sorry. No, I don't know. I just give her a reassuring squeeze after I break out that hug, and I just, I, I just want to be careful. All right. She 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 watches you leave, um, and you all sort of cross this semicircular area where the festival is happening, despite. The enormous size of two of your companions, um, no one seems to pay you a second glance. Even with all the weapons on you. Um, people seem more interested in eating mushrooms and, uh, wrestling pigs and shucking corn and whatnot. However, two more people besides Cordea watch you leave. Incus, the pumpkin from earlier that he was once wearing on his head, is now tucked underneath his arm, um, watches you all depart with a furrowed brow and an uncharacteristically concerned expression. Malius stands behind him, beside him, her arms uncrossed for once. Travis uh, leads you through the cornfields. It's not necessarily an easily crossed route, and he doesn't seem to be paying great mind to uh, the corn that he's trampling underfoot as, as he leads you through. Um, there's a lot of rustling, uh, and a lot of corn sort of being knocked over by a giant man walking <laughs> through this field. <laughs> We've harvested most of it, whatever. It's the harvest festival. <laughs> <laughs> Does that imply it's rotten? <laughs> no. I'm just picturing, well, like, a parted sea of, like, dead corn stalks. Yeah, <laughs> and that's about right. Kind of at the helm. Um, 
I think Gris kind of wants to try and, and catch up to Travis a little and see uh, what he knows about other orcs and what he's kind of worried about and what he thinks might happen. Okay, um, you want to catch up to Travis. Yes, I'm very short and very very slow. What is your movement speed? <laughs> very not fast. <laughs> 25 feet. Um, you're gonna have to call out to Travis, because his movement speed is 40 feet per second. Yo, that's fast. <laughs> so, than Travis. So Gris kind of calls ahead. Um, I think she left at least somewhat early, probably not as early as Leon did. And she goes, Travis! Why are you in such a hurry? Like, I know, I know we're worried about, um, like, the others and the, you know, but are, you seemed concerned, like... What do you have to fear? What are you concerned about? So Travis falls back and actually uh, moves to sort of walk in step with you. But he doesn't necessarily answer the question right away. Chris kind of looks up at Travis and she's just like, I'm guessing this is not a typical thing to run into other groups of orcs out here, based on what Maxella said. Corday is the uh, the first pure orc I've seen in over a decade. Yeah. Leona's kind of walking just behind them, listening. Gris kind of like, like directly behind Gris. Like frowns a little bit, and she's like, you know, I, I don't know a lot about orcs. We do have a half orc back in the village, or she's relatively new. Is it not common to have full-blooded orcs? Um, Leon has been doing a lot of studies of history, like, in the past few months, just trying to, like, find anything about her dad. Would she have stumbled upon anything? Could I roll a history check for that? Mm, roll a history check. Home. Oh, that was a net one. Uh, plus six, so that's a seven. Wait, you don't have to house, add to a net one. House crit rules, one. babe. <laughs> nat one's a crit fail. <laughs> okay. You're actually having trouble remembering what an orc looks like, even though there's one right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, doesn't say anything. <laughs> Gris, Travis looks down at you, and he goes, hmm. Yeah, most of us uh, live on the other side of the, the mountains. We don't really come this far south, ever. Gris kind of nods slowly, and she's like, so it must be something big to cause them to come here. It doesn't matter why they're here, it matters that they're here. And she just kind of raises an eyebrow and says, Oh. She's she's not quite pieced it together yet. <laughs> she's kind of just, she's unsure, you know, just kind of aside. Gris comes from a village where there's not a lot of class division or race division. And so she just isn't super familiar other than what she's seen. The few bouts of it that she's seen on this journey with the others. So she's definitely trying to figure it out. Um, times in, and, go for it. Go for it. Uh, she says, "Have you come across anything like this in Alis?" 
and A-less. <laughs> and he actually like kind of laughs at that for a minute, but it's like humorless and dry. Yeah. And he goes, I mean, I met Maxilla in A-less. But nothing like this. Or whatever this might be. No. I... No. I... And he, like, he looks back to Gris, and he goes, You said you know uh, half-orc. How old is she? Not very. She feels... <laughs> Gris is just like, I don't really know. <laughs> she feels young in nature, probably not much older than Maxilla. Or you, and she kind of shrugs. She's like, but she just came to Dreamer's Grove since I've been back the past few months. She's maybe been there two months. Do you know where she came from? Chris kind of looks down and furrows her brow for a bit and thinks really hard and she's like, no, on honestly, Nyx doesn't talk much about her past. I just know that it's a troubled one. She mm. always gets a little uncomfortable when I ask. Seems to be a common theme. <laughs> and uh, he just kind of like keeps walking for a little bit. <laughs> Gris is kind of processing that and kind of in her thoughts for a little and I'm sure Travis probably outpaces her at some point. Um, no, actually. No? He oh. um he matches his pace to you. Hmm. Um, B will take this opportunity. I'm not too sure how much B heard a lot of that. Um, but B is going to take this opportunity to talk to Maxilla and kind of lean back and kind of go, so, what's your mom say? <laughs> My mom seems worried, B, and I haven't seen, I've told you about my mom a little bit. Only when it's important. Yeah, uh, she left the clan when she was young. Like, I think she was younger than I was when she left, and... It was not on good terms. It, people that leave or clans, they never basically have, they'll never have good terms with that clan. And B isn't really quite reading the tone and kind of goes, oh, so she mad at you? <laughs> <laughs> well, why would my mama be mad at me, B? <laughs> Why'd she speak in whatever language? <laughs> so she didn't want us to hear it. <laughs> I, my mom was just nervous. And I think the reason, she's not mad at me. She's just nervous. She, mur I think she's, this is probably the first time, like Travis said, well, I don't know if we heard that. Um, we don't see orcs hardly at all. My, my mom is the only full-blooded orc I've ever met. So I don't, I, I think there's just, I, I don't know. I can't, I'm struggling to wrap my head around this, but I think, this is just not good news, and I think it's kind of bringing up stuff with my mom. And uh, B, with that comment, is kind of reading the tone a little bit more and kind of just nods slowly and kind of looks at Maxilla and kind of goes, well, I'll always be your shadow. Uh, as she continues to walk forward a little bit and look over to Galen and... <laughs> She's kind of my shadow as she walks ahead of me. <laughs> as she walks ahead. Be's a Leo, give her a break. So 
still buy them, so I don't know how much I I caught. But if I caught that last bit, I just want to like call after her and be like, "But you have mass." <laughs> Uh, did Galen clock that? Um, Galen, you're walking by B and Maxilla. It looked like B was gonna say something to you before Maxilla roasted her. Okay. <laughs> so Galen just looks over at B, seeing that she walked ahead, and was just like, her shadow, huh? <laughs> and sort of giggles. Um, B kind of looks over to Galen and was like, well, you promised to be mine, wouldn't you? <laughs> As she continues to walk forward. <laughs> And Galen just nods with a smile and just lets me walk in front of him. Shadow trade. <laughs> I again, I again just look between them, like Galen and B, and go, "But you're corporeal. You have a corp, a body. It's you're a not a shadow." <laughs> it's just, it's just a, a, a colloquialism. Why would, would you? Have been... Okay, and I like just look, look at him confused. I'm like. Why? Galen just throws up his hands like <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Have you ever tried to be in someone's shadow? You can't see. They're fucking tall. <laughs> Galen just doesn't know what um... to say. <laughs> He's just like I don't know. I mean, kind of. I guess maybe once. It didn't work out, but. As, as the one brain cell bounces between Ari and Galen, <laughs> Leon, <laughs> seems like maybe so you I had a thought. Have, I have a logistics question. Yes. Um, and then I guess I'll proceed with the conversation depending on what you say about it. So I know a spell named Tongues. If I touch Travis... That means all of us will be able to understand Orcish. Will that translate to potential other orcs? It if will. Still um. Okay. Mm, wait. Uh. Mm. It's very like it doesn't really describe large group settings. The spell doesn't. Yeah, I would say they that's... wouldn't necessarily be able to understand us, but because it's the same language that he knows, would we be able to understand them? <sighs> Not with we this many people. Yeah, okay. I would say circle back to it if it becomes necessary. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll 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 circle back to it if if you feel like okay. you need to know Orkish. You can you can ask again. Okay. Um. In the meantime, then. Um. Leona's kind of walking with with Gris, um, and Travis, and um, she says. So. About how far do you think this is away? What do you think we're coming upon? Um, he holds out a hand to gesture for you to stop and uh, yeah. holds up a finger to be quiet <laughs> and forces you to listen. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then he starts talking again. <laughs> Do you hear that? Chris stops and listens as well, I'm assuming. Yes. It's the same sound as earlier. Okay. I'll let your perception check for that carry on. 
Um, I'm so sorry. I'm just watching Allie and Stacy lose their fucking mind. I'm. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna just cover sorry, them up on sorry, my screen so here. Um. <laughs> so he holds up a finger and he goes, "Do you you, you hear that sound? Yeah." Yes. Do, do we? Yes. Yes, do we? we do. You Our do. perception check was a whole episode ago, Jenny. <laughs> you you hear it. You you heard it last time. Okay, you can okay. hear it now. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a little okay. louder than before. And he goes, "Okay, that's the sound of a horn. And if we follow it, we can find who's blowing it." <laughs> Chris kind of like looks at Travis. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, uh-huh. And then she's like, wait, a horn. We... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to say, Leon kind of nods and says, what does that mean? Aren't horns usually involved with, I don't know, war? Chris asks. He uh, chuckles at that. And he's like, it's a very halfling take. They can be used for anything really um just to communicate you know you blow a horn you're in trouble you blow a horn um i mean you're at war dinner's ready there's yeah <laughs> sure yeah yes um this one is to tell others where you are oh ah uh, so they so... want us to come to them that Seems would be like... the better of the two scenarios. Yeah. Oh. Explains his breath okay. support. I'm what sorry. What would be the worst of the two scenarios? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> orcs tend to move in clans, and um, if you get separated from your clan, you can always let them know where you are and how to find you. Okay. Okay. And the worst of the two Leon scenarios just nods. is that we show up and there's a lot more of them than there are of us. Leon looks up at Travis and says, well, hopefully that's not the case. And even if it is, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to, or at least you'll be able to converse and maybe everything will be fine. And Leon just kind of goes, everything will be fine. Gris kind of grunts a little and she's like, I'm worried about poor Stapies. Oh. She's orc, she'll be fine. She's Run. an orc, but, she, but she's also... <laughs> Chris kind of just like, mm, she's, all, she's also a little soft. <laughs> Chris is like, I've really taken a liking to her. I hope she's okay. Uh, B kind of overheard once the halfling was brought up. Like, it kind of... Her ears twitched a little bit, and she kind of leans over and kind of goes, Well, maybe they're looking for a clan, aren't they? I mean, they can join ours, and maybe it's just my halfling upbringing, but I, why would that be so bad? Gris, Gris smiles, like, having originally thought the same thing, and then she's like, it seems like maybe 
the way orcs <laughs> clans are built up are quite different than halfling families. It seems like maybe uh, <laughs> when you're born into a clan, maybe you're kind of stuck there. And Chris kind of like looks up at Travis, like looking for confirmation a little bit. If only it was that easy, Chris. Um, Leon kind of thinking about what Gris just said and what B just said looks at Travis and says is the fact that you and Maxilla and Maxilla's mother are not in a clan going to be a problem? Oh. Travis! Uh, yeah, actually, Travis seems to think about that one for a long time. And he goes, it really depends what um, what clan they're, they're from. Okay. B kind of looks over to Travis and kind of goes, which clan are you from? That doesn't matter. Leon looks at B <laughs> like in a knowing glance of yeah it clearly matters <laughs> Chris just kind of like pipes up and she's like so did you and, and Maxilla and Cordea leave your clans on good terms? <clears throat> Travis um, actually is a little upset by this question oh fuck <laughs> Uh, nobody leaves their clans on, on good terms, Halfling. You either die a warrior in battle for your clan, or you die alone. Leon just goes, wow, okay. So, so Gris's kind of expression changes completely, and she's, she's kind of thinking about back to her village and, and the half-orc that's moved in recently, and how how kind of standoffish she's been as she's kind of joined uh, Dreamer's Grove and, and kind of starts to piece it together. And she she kind of once again looks up to Travis and says, you know, I I see the sincerity of this, like the the, the strain of this interaction now. I, I understand why approaching this with caution is so important. And she kind of like pulls, just kind of fidgets with her satchel a little bit and kind of tries to stand up a little bit stronger, a little bit braver, knowing that, you know, this this could go a plethora of ways, potentially. So, sorry, Leon, did you have something to say? No, 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 I'm just humming. Okay. Um, you continue to travel through this corn for a while. Um, you get most of the way to the edge of the cornfield, and Travis holds up a hand. One more time for everyone to stop. He then turns to Maxilla and says, Maxilla. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Maxilla looks up to Travis, kind of distracted. I think she was also kind of in her own thoughts. Like, well, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think, you know, I think she uh, distractedly finally answers Travis. I think she, it took her a little second to answer though. Um, could you ask him to head home? And he points behind you, and uh, standing kind of half-hidden in the corn is is Incas, who's uh, appeared to have followed you this entire way. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll. Yeah. I'll. I'll go talk to him. Maxwell says, and then she, uh, kind of walks over to uh, Inkis as gently as she can. <laughs> uh, Mister, what are you doing out here, Maxilla? Inkis, you're gonna make sure Stapies and Ba are, are are okay, right? Hey, listen, and Maxilla puts her hand on Incas's shoulder. Nothing bad's gonna happen to him. And I, I, I don't know what we're getting into, Incas, but I promise you, I will get them out. I, I they'll, we're, they're gonna be safe. No matter, I'll do whatever it takes. Inkis uh, tears up a little bit, and he goes, Maxilla, earlier I, m- I made her cry, and then she got on, on the hayride, and if that's the last thing I ever did, I... Oh. I just, I feel bad. Hey, hey, don't, hey, don't think about that. Stabies loves you, and it's not about what the last thing you say is, and it's not gonna be the last thing, alright? We're gonna get her, and then you can say you're sorry, and do her chores for a week. I don't want to do her chores, but I'll say I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, Maxilla. I love you too, but I need you to get home so I don't have to worry about you while we're trying to do whatever we gotta do out there, okay? Okay. Um. Hey. Just watch over Ma. She needs the help right now. I don't think she needs- I don't think she can be alone. Okay, I will. Malius is with her right now, but she's being Malius. I know, you gotta help buffer out Malius. <laughs> Incas, um, gives you a quick hug. And, um, pulls a little bit on your braid before he leaves. I think Gris over here- Maxilla noogies him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gris overhearing this uh, likely kind of reaches out just out of instinct and kind of grabs Leon's hand and just (laughs) kind of like just like squeezes it for a second uh, kind of seeing this moment and like feeling Incas's pain and and concern for his family Uh, yeah Leon squeezes her hand back Gris just kind of smiles at her and, and kind of once again turns to Travis to kind of lead the way. Travis doesn't move any further. First, he looks to Ariadne. Okay. Do you have a flask on you? Flask? And I pull it out. <laughs> I just toss it over to him. Uh, he drinks about half of it and then throws it back to you. Do you want to <laughs> keep it for now? I'm uh I'm gonna be okay. You know where um, you know where to find me. <laughs> I take a quick, just the tiniest sip and I put it back. Gris kinda looks up to Travis and and it's like I don't know what part of Travis Gris can even possibly reach. Like me. <laughs> yeah, and just like tries to me, place Mike. a comforting hand somewhere <laughs> on his body. I don't think she can even reach his hand, likely. She's probably like thigh level, knee or thigh. <laughs> I look down at Gris and I'm like, would you like more of a view? 
And Ingress is like, no, no, I just needed to know it's okay that I'm here. And she kind of like says it while looking at Travis, <laughs> like saying it to him, but not to him. <laughs> Travis absentmindedly pats, pats your head, but doesn't really react to anything that you said so much as, as your touch. And then um, he's sort of like the last bit of corn that's at the edge of the field. He actually takes the time to part a little bit with his hand. Um, and he says quietly, um, do you see that? And points. Can you all roll a perception check? Yeah. It's like yeah. The door. Or I see. Can we all see? <laughs> or just um, front? If you are tall enough to see over people's heads, <laughs> you so can I see. Can't, I can't see? Um, no. you can't see, B can't see, oh. uh, Ari can because presumably they're looking over you. B can't see. I will um, twenty. Got a 20. B, okay, B with a twenty. I'll I'll give you that. Okay, so well. let's start with B. Okay, Ari got a twelve. Seven. Uh, I got a fourteen. Maxwell got a ten. All right. Uh, let's start with B. B, you um, you dart forward the moment that that Travis um points and says this, and you sort of. Wrap one arm around his waist to, like, dramatically peek out from behind him. Uh, you can see about 50 yards away is the bank of the river. At the river appears to be... On, on the other side of the river appears to be a... No, I'm sorry. At the river. Not the other side. At the bank of the river appears to be uh, what it looks like an encampment. You can see a fire, though small, over which appears to be cooking a large animal. You can't quite make it out from this distance. Um, you can see four people seated around it. And uh, that's about it. That's, that's what you can make out. Leon, you can see what appears to be a fire burning in the distance. Mm-hmm. Maxilla, you can see that Travis is visibly upset. Ari, you got a what a did you get 12. a fourteen? You got a twelve. 12. Um, you sort of push past B a little bit and are also able to see the campfire. Um Galen, you can see that B is um being dramatic and very touchy feely. <laughs> Gris You um you're just kind of concerned because both Travis and Maxilla seem to be having a hard time right now. Um, is Maxilla near Chris at this point? I'm guessing they're probably all kind of huddled. Yes, up. she's uh, yeah. You're you're all very close to each other. Okay, Chris kind of turns to Maxilla, hoping that her height gives her an advantage, and she's like, "What is it? What do you see?" And. What do I say? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Maxilla, not me. I, I can't remember what Jenny told Leon me. Leon kind of answers. B, B, oh, sorry. I was going to uh, say. You go. Uh, B, actually, yeah, B actually kind of uh, leans back, kind of, with her excitement, kind of rolling back a little bit, and just kind of goes, I don't know what all the uh, chatter's all about. It's just four people having their own little barbecue. A barbecue? 
Leon kind of looks up and says, I can see the fire. Do we see the... the hayride people? B Travis, kind of at this point, oh, turns back to the group as B starts talking. Go for it, B. Oh, B just kind of goes uh, to Maxilla and kind of goes, well, would Ba and Stapies join a barbecue in the middle of the forest? <laughs> In the middle of the harvest festival with much yummier food? Uh, good point. Could imagine right. that they'd probably grab us if there was a prompt-to barbecue in the middle of the woods. <laughs> it's not We'd a love barbecue, Miss Buffett. <laughs> Travis is like rubbing his the space between his eyes real slowly and he goes, Those are orcs. And that appears to be one of the horses. Oh god. The fire? The the barbecue. Okay. Um Travis his face has gotten like like he was unhappy before. Now he seems very unhappy, bordering on a little angry. Um period. So wait, we you don't you don't see Stapies or your ba, but we I see can't, a, a I can't tell from here. Here's how this is going to go down. I am going to go up there alone. You are not to follow me. You are not to run in willy nilly. And at this point, he turns to Galen. <laughs> And looks down at him. I have seen you leap without looking. And if this is a cliff you choose to drop, jump off of, I can assure you, you will be dead before you hit the ground. Noted. And he does like a little like snapping motion with his hands. <laughs> he's kind like, of just like claps his hands together and rubs them and is like, all right. I'm staying right here. And then he sits down on the ground cross-legged. <laughs> Leon Travis? looks at Travis and says, I understand that this is your area of expertise, but nothing good ever comes from going in alone. Chris nods well, like furiously. She's like, a dog, a wolf, a wolf dog. I'll come with you. You could you More, could have a dog. That's not what I meant. Oh, you but meant okay. all of us. I you mean, know what the orcs think of dogs, Chris? Chris kind of like collapses inward and she's like, dinner probably. Yeah. It's, they're delicious. I, um, oh dear. if I need backup, I'll Travis ask. Travis could come with you. Maxilla says. I could sneak. I'm very hard to see. I'll, I'll bring Maxilla. Okay. Yes, I let you go in alone. Wait here and we'll give us a, f a few moments. Your call. Don't Leon says to come. They're less likely am... to attack their own. I mean, 
it goes from maybe a hundred percent to eighty percent. Eighty is smaller than yes, eighty percent. Leon looks between Maxilla and Travis and says, "What I think." we should do is perhaps I will keep an open line of messaging communication in one of your heads. I won't talk to you. I'll just send one message and then you can wait to respond until you feel like you need to. That way you don't Travis have to yell for us. looks at Maxilla and he's like message? I was about to say, I don't think Maxilla knows I don't think you ever did that magic on her. So, Leon kind of like 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 realizing that they don't understand very quickly sends two messages um one to Wait, each of them both say I can I can talk to you in your head and you can respond in your head to me and Maxilla goes like this out loud <laughs> and Travis like, goes not quite Travis is like oh my god she's in my head now <laughs> much do you know about what's going on here? <laughs> Leon laughs. laughs. And it's like, thankfully, I can't read minds. All I can do is just send you a message, like we're having a conversation, and then you can, you just have to, so I'll think it to you, and then you think it back to me instead of saying it out loud. So what, what I can do I is... cut off the message? Like, I could be like, okay, yeah, I heard you. And then I could, like, be thinking about something else. How do I cut it off? kind of kind of looks at Maxilla and is like, I don't have an answer for you on that, actually. Let me try. Um, I could maybe turn the spell off. <laughs> and Leon, Leon casts message again and is like, all right, let's test. And she says this in her head to Maxilla. And Maxilla doesn't say it all out this time. She goes... Can you hear me? <laughs> Leon laughs and nods and goes, This? Don't do that. Maxilla removes her fingers from her temples. Can you hear me? Leon messages back and says, I can hear you. Yes. Did you hear the part I said afterward? What did you what did you say? No. <laughs> Never mind. We don't have to worry about it. Okay. All right. Really? <laughs> All right. Gris at this point like shakes her head and and reaches into her satchel and says, Okay, we have a way to communicate with you guys. And she pulls out a feather and says, I'm just <clears> gonna <throat> give you both a little extra something. And she places um a hand on Travis and casts um enhance ability and gives him uh bears endurance so gives him advantage on constitution checks and an extra 2d6 of hit points J just in case and then to maxilla she's gonna give uh eagle splendor because i'm gonna cast this as a level two and give maxilla uh, advantage on charisma checks so you gave travis what 2d6 of of temporary hit points and uh, advantage on constitution checks. And then you get right. Maxilla advantage on charisma, right? Yeah, advantage on charisma. All right. Um, Damn, is this how, to be, Maxilla says, is this how you feel all the time? <laughs> and she kind of like, like, 
slap like snaps her freaking overall straps a little bit. Uh, he like snaps her head and is like, she didn't know it. He kind of just goes, "Oh, what? You mean sexy? Yes." Um, <laughs> you looking Travis great, is sort of watching this entire exchange, and he's like, "This really, this isn't necessary." Um, <laughs> I assure you. I have killed more than my fair share of orcs, and this isn't going to be a problem. And then he just starts walking away again. Oh, and Maxilla sobers up, gets serious, and follows Travis. <laughs> Gris kind of like drops her hand from from where it was placed on on either of them, and just is like, okay. And then under her breath, she's like, just in case. <laughs> it um, like makes her feel better having done that. Leon sends message to um, Maxilla and just says, don't respond until you need us. And then she kind of just keeps that open line of communication. <laughs> Maxilla, Roger, Roger. <laughs> oh my God. Jenny, a question for you. Is, are, is the rest of the party in like a pretty well-concealed spot? Are they like super obvious or? Um... With the intelligence rules of of orcs, you're fine. Okay. Oh. God. Um. You can actually creep along the the edge of this cornfield if you want to to get about twenty yards closer to be about thirty yards away from them if you want to. Would that allow us to maybe potentially hear some of the conversation? Yes. Okay. I I will do that. Gris. Yeah. Gris. I, did that. I think we'd all like to do that slowly slowly and uh, with her small stature like kind of weaves through the corn like almost like in the matrix a little <laughs> like she just kind of moves her body throughout the stalks <laughs> um and and gets a little bit closer and kind of just sits down in the cornfield and kind of like waits for her friends to catch up because she knows she knows they're coming <laughs> yeah. do you all follow gris yeah leon yeah. follows yeah. And, i like uh, they got there first because i'm faster yeah. than gris yeah. By a significant amount. Yeah, Ari, you get there first, and when Gris goes to sit down, you are already seated in the place where that's like immediately adjacent to where she would sit. Yeah. Gris, Gris is just like, okay, sorry, <laughs> and settles in. Um, when Leon gets there, she kind of squats down and says, "Does anybody else have a really bad feeling about them going in there alone?" Um, I'm assuming mm -hmm. he was just following. Avish just kind of leans back a little bit and kind of goes, I trust Maxilla, though. I trust Maxilla. I just worry. But I just, yeah, Gris is like, I worry as well. Um, uh, I'm not worried so much about Travis as he broke my face with his pointer finger, but uh, Maxilla, I'm a little <laughs> bit worried about. And Galen sort of like rubs the back of his neck. Mm -hmm. I go. Yeah, but do you remember Maxilla's shield? It's sturdy. She also, I'm very fast. Thank <laughs> you.
Hi everyone, Victoria here. I play Leon LaBelle. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Tabletop Tavern and to quickly remind you of a few things. You can find us on our Twitter at twitter.com slash tabletop tavern underscore. And we also live stream this podcast every single Thursday at 6 p.m. MST, 8 p.m. EST over on twitch.tv slash the tabletop tavern underscore. We would love to see you there. We are so, so happy and excited that you're listening to this episode of the podcast but if you ever want to watch us live we are live every single Thursday. We would like to remind everyone that if you tweet at us and use the hashtag the tabletop tavern hashtag on Twitter with your theories your fan art or just your recommendations or you know compliments you have the opportunity and chance to be named after an npc so if you use the hashtag the tabletop tavern hashtag on twitter and you at us we may name you after an npc at some point we need to name npcs they need to have names and we would love for you all to be named after npcs for talking about our show and for spreading the word so thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode so as the party debates the merits of having this travis and maxilla um date part two um (laughs) (laughs) maxilla you and travis walk next to each other he um as you approach sort of relaxes his stance but you can tell it's taking him a lot of effort to do it um he takes the axe off of his back and drops it to the ground and then kicks it in the direction of the fire um jenny are we far enough like like are we like right at the fire now you're about 20 yards away so he put it down 20 yards away. Like, he kicks it in the direction of the fire, but it's not like we're at the fire. No. But whoever's at the fire can definitely see you and seems to be watching you approach. Okay. Uh, yeah, Maxilla follows that lead. Uh, Maxilla removes her war hammer and puts it next to Travis's uh, axe. She doesn't kick it, though. Maxilla respects her, her war hammer. Um... Travis kind of looks at you for a minute, and he goes, "You have to show them you can't pick it up." Uh, but I, mean, I put it like I like I just reached far and put it down. This is us, Maxilla. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like it's very clear that this is not going. Like I'm not hooked. <laughs> you don't. You don't like, have to. It's, Maxilla it's... kicks the dirt around it to make it look like she did, but she doesn't. He smiles a little bit that and he's like that'll work right. um I'm far away i'm not trying travis i promise you i'm not trying to pick it up i just i'm putting it right next to yours they can stay there together <laughs> it's very romantic <laughs> so he he nods and as you continue to walk forward he looks at you and goes how much uh orcish did your mom teach you uh, I, you know what, my, I know enough. 
I believe. <laughs> I know mostly when parents are ang- I know mostly angry Orkish because my mom yells at me when <laughs> in Orkish. Uh, but she also has taught me quite a bit. I, I I got it. I feel I can understand it. Maxwell is convincing herself. <laughs> Travis Travis is nodding and he's like, I, honestly, that would have been helpful to know a long time ago. Tyler wouldn't have. Anyways. Um, <laughs> and so you all, you, you, you're approaching the fire. Um, as you get closer, you can see the faces of the people seated around it. You realize that one of the figures is a little bit shorter than the others. And um, as you approach... You realize that it's Stapes, seated next to an orc man. Um, when she sees you, Maxilla, she smiles, but you can tell that she has been crying. It probably has something to do with her treasured horse in front of her. Oh no, the horse. Um, Maxilla smiles at her and gives her like a reassuring nod and like kind of doing that sibling telekinetic conversation no not tele <laughs> they're communicating but without words so she like she uh smiles and she kind of just gives a reassuring nod like i'm i know and i'm sorry this kind shit's kind of hitting the fan but hold um, still so as you approach travis greets the other orcs in in orcish um he- He's actually pretty calm. This is this is not the angry orcish you are used to when you shirk off your responsibilities around the farm or when <laughs> Incas glues Malleus and Stapes together. This uh. is um almost sort of diplomatic. Um He asks them a few questions that seem relatively innocuous. A lot of them have to do with what seem to be religious greetings, um things about drumsh, all this stuff. As he talks, he then points to Stapes and um, says something that you don't quite understand. Um, The orc next to her says no, followed by the word for human. And he then asks another question about something you're very familiar with. He asks if they've heard from Grumsh lately. They tell him that they're on a pilgrimage of sorts. At which point, he goes a little quiet. And asks them a question about sacrifices. Maxwell's not having any face journeys. She's sitting there quietly. (laughs) She's sitting there quietly. (laughs) he then turns to you and says in common do you know how many people were um on the on the hayrid with them does maxilla know how many people does the card hold usually probably it can hold yeah like six to eight people yeah uh maxilla so does travis asked maxilla that right like how many people were on the cart Maxwell just goes, I think probably about six to eight. We were kind of, it was right in the swing of things. I imagine most people were lining up to get into that hayride. 
Travis crosses his arms and nods, and then uh, looks back to the orcs. Did you bring your brothers with you? They say yes. And when he asks how many, they seem a little hesitant, at which point he um, he looks back to you, Maxwell, and he goes, he's, he's going on a face journey. It is a <laughs> negative face journey. <laughs> this man either is going to kill someone or start crying, and there's really, there's, there's no one between here. And he goes, Maxwell, can you, um, can you tell them that they can, they can come out now? They're not going to, right now, they're, they're, they're not going to do anything. You can, with the, and he, like, he points two fingers to his temples, and it's like, with the, oh, with oh. the, <laughs> Leon, are you, are you there? Leon in the cornfield, like, kind of perks up and stands, and, uh, messages Maxilla back. Yes, this is, there's no one else who could be here. <laughs> uh Travis is giving Travis is giving me the all clear and says <laughs> that y'all can come out now. Y'all can join back. us. Oh. Leo messages back and says, Great. Fun fact, you can just talk normally. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> Leon just kind of stops and uh, turns to the rest of the party and says, "I just got a message from Maxilla," um, and and Leon kind of looks at B and is like, "She's really not used to it. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot." Yeah. Um, we can go out there now. Travis gave us the all clear. Cool. Chris kind of like stands um, like, up and yeah, like tugs, tugs a little on her tunic and she's like Leon, they're really big. Leon kind of chuckles and she points to the gold box strapped around her back. She says, that's a shield. I'll protect you. And Chris uh, is like or I could be a bear. <laughs> Don't do that. They're roasting a horse right now, Chris. <laughs> Chris, Chris is like. It's like <laughs> they probably won't see you. You are quite small. Chris just kind of is like she just like cracks her back a little, and she's like, Stapies looks really sad. So maybe it'll help her if she just sees me. Okay, let's go. <laughs> she's like hyped herself um, up at this point. <laughs> with with that comment, B kind of stands up, and I don't think uh, B's tall enough where she'll be seen even in the cornfield with the height. However, she does extend her arms, <laughs> do a big stretch, and says, "All right, let's go." I feel like Leon needs would us. Lead the way, and so she kind of parts open the corn and kind of holds it behind her as as she walks through for the rest of the party. Galen, do you have anything to add? Nope, the moment's passed. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um. So, what order are you leaving this this corn maze in? I think Gris will probably follow right after Leon is my guess. Yeah, I start walking when Leon starts walking. Uh, I'm very Galen. Galen walks alongside B. 
So I think that would put Ari ahead of Leon. Like after Leon holds open the corn, I feel like Ari would zoom by. And then I think Leon would stay with Gris. And then B and Galen would be behind us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I had to do some like mental <laughs> pictures in my head there. <laughs> Awareness. You went on a face journey. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing some math. Um, so, Ari, you mm -hmm. are quite a bit ahead of the group. As you zoom forward, Travis sees you and yells something in a language you don't understand. Seems to realize that he's done that. Curses in common and then says, Stop. You have to go slow. And drop your... And he, like, points- he points to, like, his back. Well, I, like- when he says stop, I, like, skid to his stop on my heels like a cartoon. And I just, like, freeze and wait for him to finish and says the- the thing, and I go, Oh. And I just, like, start unbuckling. And just- and just, like, gently lay it on the floor and go, like, take a couple steps, and I'm like, is this slow enough kind of facial expression? He does kind of like a kicking motion, and then you notice that like his <laughs> his axe is quite a ways away, and Maxilla's hammer seems to have some dirt kicked over it. <laughs> ah, cool. Um. Uh, uh. Sure. I like. I kneel down and I kind of like scoop up some dirt, and I'm like, <laughs> and look back at him. <laughs> he just sort of like looks at Maxilla. Shakes his head a little bit and is just like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Gris, uh, Gris kind of like, I assume Leon and Gris eventually catch up to Ari. And Gris is like, push it away. <laughs> just push it away. <laughs> don't, you don't have to cover it. Push it away, Ari. But I'm like, but I already covered it. I step, I take a big step, like, away. <laughs> that seems to satisfy Travis's desire for this. Okay. Gris, Gris kind of like looks at Travis and like points at her staff like should this go <laughs> or is this good he, he nods as if you can keep the staff Gris kind of clutches it and like steps close to Ari <laughs> I, I continue if I continue walking I still do it in a comically just like slow and deliberate manner I'm just like you did not give me other instructions yet Leon is like very hesitant to put down her sword um, she kind of like passed message to Travis and is like, they're not gonna try and take the weapons, right? Oh, they will. Okay, so then, um, are they within eyeshot of Leon yet? I mean, they can see her. I can they see her in enough detail to like notice if she puts her sword down or if it just disappears she needs to set Perse it down I was gonna say yeah, could they... I just cast alter self and have the sword disappear no <laughs> yeah. the ritual of setting down the, the sword seems to be important <laughs> okay Leon sets her sword down beside Ari's and kind of uh, steps ahead, so she's standing like a few steps in front of them. I assume like Maxilla and Travis are to her left, in front of her to the left, sort of. Um, in front at of her this to point, the left, yeah. Maxilla is um, 
Maxilla Stapes has managed to sort of stand up and come over to you and is holding on to you for dear life. She just she's she's clinging to you. Yeah. Uh Maxilla wraps one arm around her. It's like, "Hey, hey, listen." Quietly, just like to her uh, for her ears only. It's like, "You were so brave. We're going to promise we're going to figure what's going on here, but just stay right here." And Maxwell just kind of gives the arm around her a squeeze. Thank, thank you, thank you, Maxilla. Don't, don't tell Ma or Travis. But I was, I was really scared. Mm-hmm. Little stupid. Your secret's safe with me, kid. <laughs> Kiddo. <laughs> so, um, Leon, Ari, and Gris. At this point, you're about ten yards from the. The, the fire. Um, you can see now that it around it are three adult orcs, um, Stapes and Maxilla, who are sort of wrapped around each other, and Travis, who is very obviously tense and has taken several steps away from the entire group, including Maxilla. Mm-hmm. Can we roll a perception check to see if we see Maxilla's ba or anybody else or signs of the 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 wagon now that we're closer. I mean, you can. I would I would like to do that. I think I would like to do that as well. Yeah, you, you can. Jenny's like I told you everything. That's a nine plus one ten. Eighteen plus three twenty one. Gris. Oh, um. Wow. You can see a couple of wagon tracks, but they disappear after about ten feet away from the campfire. Okay. Because it transforms into river. Mm. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we had another wavern. <laughs> <laughs> um, that leaves B and Galen. Um, are we within sight? Of Travis and Maxilla? You can see Travis and Maxilla and the orcs, but the light hasn't quite thrown you into relief yet. So uh, They can so probably they see, see your us. shapes. You're about... I mean, they can see you, but they can't make you out in detail. It has to do with the light source. Uh, Bee's a little nervous, um, as much as she likes being a performer. Um, she isn't quite sure what to do so she kind of grabs her sword but not in I don't know how if it's in perception because I want to see if I can just drop my sword in the shadows where B is they're not gonna like that oh, okay okay <laughs> never mind so they can see <laughs> I mean if, if you show up without a sword they're going to be very suspicious yes Galen sort of just um, reaches out for B's hand and takes it and like runs his thumb over her knuckles like reassuringly and like kind of just looks at her and just nods and starts walking forward and just kind of um, gives her a look like it'll be all right. Um, with that, B kind of just nods and then um, presents herself with a smile like she uh, typically is seen and walks a little bit more in sight as she slowly uh is ready to grab her weapons but not not in a way for fighting just to grab them (laughs) 
So you all approach the campfire. Um, Gris, Ari, and Leon arrive together, and uh, B and Galen are about 20 yards behind you. Um, you approach. Gris, Stapes seems happy to see you, though she doesn't seem to un- want to unwind herself from Maxilla. Maxilla, even if you try to move or take a step, she just keeps her arms sort of around you and doesn't seem to want to let go. No. Chris kind of just shoots her like a, a reassuring glance and like a small smile um, and kind of like, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but Gris probably goes to like make herself seem smaller, even though she is the smallest in this situation. <laughs> and probably like, you know, I imagine her like tucking her hands around like the strap of her satchel. Um, and just kind of, like, looking around reluctantly. Right. So, Travis, at this point, sort of seems to realize that you're all here, and he's like, oh, yeah, the, the, this. And he sort of steps back towards the orc group, and he goes, so, as Maxilla was explaining earlier, um, Orcs have this god that lives in our heads, sort of. And in order to appease him, we go to war, basically. And we haven't heard him for a while, and for people like me and Maxilla and Stapes, that's a good thing. We don't want to have to hear that all the time. But, as anyone would, orcs get a little bit nervous when their god stops talking to them. So, um, a lot of clans have this belief that if you ever fall out of Grimsh's favor, the solution is a sacrifice. So, they, um just happened across a large group of people. From what I understand, they're fine. They've brought the rest of their clan with them, and that's that's where they are, and they say they'll take us to them. Probably. It's a little hard to tell. They're not very smart. And he, like, <laughs> smiles at them and waves. <laughs> and they sort of, like, wave back a little awkwardly. <laughs> How big Leon. is their clan? Yeah, good question, Gris. Seven or eight people. It's it's small. It's so not seven or eight plus these three, or seven or eight total. He like he stops for a minute and rubs his chin, and he's like, "That's a that's a very good question." Um, so somewhere between seven and eleven, let's say. And he like he counts on his fingers for a minute. Yes, eleven. 11. And he, like, he looks at Maxilla and he's like, so, um, 8 plus 3 is 11? Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, Maxilla gives him a thumbs up and kind of nods like, (laughs) oh, that took me a second, but I think so. (laughs) Gris is, is, like, nodding reassuringly, like, yes, your math is right. (laughs) Just, like, why would they give us the people back if they want to make a sacrifice? What are we, what do we have to, do we have to give them something in exchange? Or are they planning on taking us there and sacrificing us as well? 
he oh. that makes him laugh a little bit and he's like I'm telling you you don't have to be worried about that right and he stops for a moment and he goes my plan was to try to explain to them that this isn't about Groomshin has more to do with oh, everything mm-hmm. and if you know that doesn't work then we can and he sort of like he does the snapping motion from earlier again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Leon looks at him and says, "I'll be fine to do that. I don't want to. Without my weapon, I still have." And she just kind of like gestures with her hands. I just I still have this. Um, mm-hmm. But if we don't have our weapons, I don't want to fight these people. But if you're saying that the backup is to fight these people and we don't have our weapons, how is that going to work? Travis stops for a minute and he goes, How much do you know about orcs? Just in general. Leon answers honestly and says, Not as much as I probably should. Okay. Well, you may have noticed that the triplets are tall for their age. Orcs reach maturity at 13 years old. We don't okay. live very long. I mean, we could. Cordea is easily one of the oldest orcs I've ever met, but you know, no orc dies in a deathbed. And um, <clears throat> when you come of age, you go through the rites. And these and he jams his thumb back towards the other works. are babies. Oh. Not babies, but they haven't. And he sort of like does the snapping motion again. Okay. They're here because this has been made part of their rite of passage. So they want to bring back the sacrifices and then after that, they can... And he, like, he he stops for a minute and, like, blushes a little bit. And he's like, they can get m- married, I guess. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, it, it seems like we have to go with them. We obviously can't leave. We can't. We can't leave without a hay. Hayride villagers, we can't, we can't. So nobody's arguing that. I don't really know if we have much of a choice other than to just go along with it. Trev's nods. Are you sure you don't have a little message in that my head still? Because yeah, I think the same <laughs> thing. We ain't going nowhere. Leon quickly casts message and is like, I can do that whenever you would like. <laughs> <laughs> Travis nods, and this time he actually um he turns away from the group and faces just Maxilla. And he goes, I know um, this is important to you. And this is your family. Um, but you know that, that when I left, it was because I don't want to ever have to um, kill my brothers again. And um, I will do everything I can to help you get Chet back, but I 
don't know if if I can. Um, and he just like he trails off, and he's like, "It doesn't. It it doesn't matter. It's fine." It no, Travis, and she grabs his shoulder, or somewhere around there, his shoulder, and she's like, "That's the last thing in the world that I want, and I would never ask you to do that." But we'll figure something out. But worst comes to worst, that that doesn't have to fall on you. All right, and I don't want it to fall on me either. I'm gonna look for every other freaking option before we land on that. All right, and then yeah, I think I, I Maxilla also is kind of on the same page. Do you know what I mean? And I think she's just trying to tell him that that that's. Ooh, we just do not want to go down that path. <laughs> <laughs> Travis looks at you for a moment, and then in Orcish says, Thank you. I love you. <laughs> and then he turns around without expecting any kind of answer, or maybe not wanting to hear the answer, and then uh, looks back to the group, and he's like, They, um, they say they'll, they'll take us there. I guess we should go. And then Gris is like, hey, Travis, when you said a sacrifice, does it have to be like a, like a, per, like a person? Like, did I always say it doesn't have to be, does it have to be human? Does it have to be a certain type of sacrifice? He looks at you for a minute and he goes, animals are, are easy, Gris. Oh, okay. Right. And uh, he says something to the other orcs around the fire who stand up but seem a little bit hesitant about just leaving this fire there. Um, at which point Travis kind of points at the fire and he's like, does anyone have a bucket or something? Something better. And I like side-eye Galen. I feel like Leon just kind of looks at Galen. <laughs> Galen sort of just puts out the fire with a little bit of his water hands. He just sort of just goes like, whoosh. Is that the technical term? Water hands! Um, <laughs> B kind of looks at Galen and kind of goes, that's new. <laughs> right? Isn't it cool? And Galen sort of like makes like a little dolphin in his hand and it's just like floating there. <laughs> like, and then he just makes it go, go away. I, I, I like, I uh, like just like Look at B and chuckle and I go like, I wish that were new. Tortured us from with it from the first moment we met. <laughs> Chris Chris is still unaware of that situation for the record. <laughs> Y'all have never got Chris and up on that. Will continue to be. <laughs> at this point, she just can't know. <laughs> like at this point. <laughs> That's just the law now. Gris doesn't get to know about boob fish. Gris wants to know about boob fish. <laughs> I'll tell you when you're older. Um, uh, Leon, Leon starts following Travis, and I just want her to quickly cast message to Travis um, and just say, I have a spell that can charm up to four people, and I just want you to know that in case you need me to use it. And then she just leaves it. Did you Travis message? Sorry. Yeah, that was in message. Okay, okay. Travis doesn't respond. Um, the orc 
teenagers. Okay, the orcs, who are fully grown by orc standards, but are young by human years, um, lead you to the river, at which point they just start to wade across very easily. Travis uh, looks back at the group and he's like, I seem to remember this being something of a situation last time. How wide is this? This river is fast moving, it is deep, and it is fairly wide. It is the same river that you all struggled to cross the last time you were here. I remember. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, the Virenic River. Hmm. Beast to conquer. <laughs> Leon kind of looks at Maxilla and is like, wanna. You want to do the backpack method? I would love that. <laughs> she kind of puts her hands yeah. together. <laughs> well, we won't want your pretty. Uh, we won't. Well, we won't want your feet getting wet. <laughs> I don't want to say oh, pretty. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Travis uh, crosses his arms and he looks at Galen. He's like, I seem to remember you being some kind of fish. I. Sup, <laughs> <Stop>, fish boy? <laughs> I, I have an affinity for water, yes. So you don't need to be carried? No. Although, right. if you want to, I mean. Uh. Big interjects and kind of goes. I don't have an affinity for water deeper than a bathtub. Uh-oh. <laughs> and V kind of just like, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh no. V kind of just like. V kind of just like uh, twiddles her thumbs a little bit and kind of goes. But seems like you guys all already know what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Travis extends an arm and like is like I can I can carry you, Miss Botkin. Danny? Yes. Does my uh unarmored movement improvement apply? It says I can no. move along vertical surfaces and across liquids on my turn without falling during the move. Mm, it's too wide. Okay, here's a question. If Gris was a black no, bear for me. Could Ari ride on Chris's back? If you want to use a spell slot for that, sure. Um, no, I could just... Uh, can no, Travis carry again, I guess? Can Travis come yeah. back and get us? <laughs> Travis can carry more than one person at oh. once, as can Maxilla. Oh, so yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I don't, my, that's my best friend. I want to carry her across the river. <laughs> like, Maxilla said yes to Leon, and then was like, oh, I, lo- I forgot that last time B wasn't here. <laughs> I always carry B on my back. <laughs> so wait, Travis, do Travis, Leon and B both get on Maxilla? Wait, Hell Maxilla, yeah. do you say that out loud? Wait, what? Maxilla, do you say what you just said out loud? Yeah. Or is that musing? No, I say, no, I say that out loud. At which point <laughs> Travis, like, blushes and he's like, I wasn't implying, okay, I, I'm so, I'm sorry. Okay, um, I can... Travis, that ain't no skin off of my back. I just wanna, I wanna care B. 
Like old times' sake. <laughs> Chris just at this point is walking up to Travis. Like she knows where she's going. <laughs> she happy. Fiona's kind of like impatiently tapping her foot, waiting for Maxilla to like be ready. Be <laughs> happily scampers over to Maxilla and kind of just looks over to Travis and kind of goes, "It's okay. We've had our fun." <laughs> Travis. It seems to have reached his emotional capacity for conversation, and at this point, hoists Gris onto his shoulder and just like sort of like reaches out to Ari and points yeah. at his back and is like, mm. "Yeah, I, I, I just like I climb up very gingerly, so he barely feels it." <laughs> Gris kind of adjusts herself so she's like sitting on one shoulder, like opening up the other shoulder for Ari to either like sit on or hold on to, and just kind of like looks like she's right at home like she's written at a hundred people at this point <laughs> travis carries you across to the other side where the yorks are waiting i believe galen is still behind with maxilla and b and leon yeah all right hop aboard <laughs> oh I'm, have to tell me. I'm gonna swim i'm gonna swim and galen just sort of just runs and Dives into the river. Wow. <laughs> a single oh. tear rolls down Maxil's cheek about how beautiful he looks. <laughs> it's a merman experience. Just like, he kind of looks over to Leon. He'll get his fangs back soon. Uh, v kind of looks over to Leon, and uh, <laughs> V already is already climbing onto Maxil's shoulder a little bit, but also kind of looks at to Leon like a cat who does not want to go into the water. And kind of just looks over to her. <laughs> Leona's like, I feel the same. And she like walks <laughs> over to Maxilla and is like getting like, she's like, like just kind of climbing on Maxilla. Yeah. Like, I'm Do so not sorry. touch the water. <laughs> <laughs> like, Maxilla starts wading in and like jostles them slightly. Just kind of screw with them. Just, just... <laughs> Leo kind of like she's holding on to Maxilla's like shoulder, and as Maxilla does that, she just like death grips her shoulder. Like, oh my god! <laughs> he kind of just grabs her. Head. <laughs> and then I pull well, back across the. All right. So, are you all on the other side? Yes. Yeah. I'm not even gonna make you strength check for that, Maxilla. You're strong enough. You got this. I was so worried um, you were gonna make you strength check for that. That's why I didn't offer. <laughs> so, Galen, you emerge from the other side. You pop out of the water the way that you do. Um, the orcs are having a conversation. Travis appears to be half listening. Um, Gris, still on his shoulder. Ari having climbed down, Gris seems to maybe need some help down from the seven-foot perch. Um, Maxilla wades across the water. Um, the bottom of both B and Leon's clothing is soaked. Yeah. Tried. Which they don't seem <laughs> particularly happy about. Maxilla, your overall overalls are soaking. Oh, and your hair is wet. Cave. No! <laughs> <laughs> Damn them thighs going shake, girl. Oh no. Oh, it's so it's I, uh, my overall gets so itchy. Question for the we DM. We gotta start building bridges. Question. Question for the DM? Yeah, answer for the player. Hello. Would you consider drying clothing to be cleaning? No. 
It's already clean. It's it's just wet. I love how I love how you always angle like one of your spells to somehow maybe perhaps do the thing. Mayhaps. Good question. Question for the DM. Answer for the player. Can I just like use Can my water, water spell to just like suck the water out of their clothes? Can you no. Question <laughs> for the DM. <laughs> Answer for the player. Does baby powder exist in this world? <laughs> I don't think we'll have it on us. Roll a constitution no, check to see if you shave. No, <laughs> Brit probably has something akin oh, to baby no. powder in her bag. I probably have something. No, it's fine. My okay. constitution's like plus six. It'll be okay. Well, jokes on you. I have a plus four constitution. Oh no. Oh, I got a six. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Maxilla, you're chafing. It makes you almost as miserable as Travis, who's going through some personal trauma that you're all ignoring. <laughs> Maxilla's <laughs> addressing it. <laughs> She's trying. She's Griff trying. is intently listening to the conversation Travis is having with the other orcs and has a reassuring hand placed on his neck. <laughs> Oh no, are you still on him? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm on his shoulder. Travis reaches up and pats your head and in common says, I'm, I'm okay. Chris, Chris um, just kind of to grunts. To circle back. <laughs> just, just grunts in agreement and says, let me know. To circle back to the tongues conversation. Is that still a no, not necessary? It's not necessary. Or no, not um, possible. I mean, like, like you can, yeah. Actually, if you want to, if you want to know what they're like, saying, you can. My question is just like the volume, because technically, tongues is like you touch one person, and then they can understand every language you speak, and everyone in your party can understand them, and they can understand you. But I'm so, wondering if like that translates for the rest of the orcs because it's the same language. It does. Yes. Okay. Okay, so then I would, I would like to cast, I would like to um, just quickly say to Travis, I'm just going to touch your shoulder quickly, okay? Um, just kind of asking for consent to touch his shoulder, because I know he's like, she, Leon can tell that she's, he's very tense right now. You can, you can touch his shoulder. He, he nods. Okay. So Leon kind of touches his shoulder and casts tongues. Um which allows us all to understand Orkish for an hour. Okay, I'm gonna have to come up with some character voices. This is great. <laughs> Alright, so, um, you can now understand what the orcs are talking about. They seem to be talking about um, the rites of passage that, that um, Travis had mentioned before. Particularly the fact that they're going to be married, hopefully, if if they pull this off. Um, one of them starts to talk about uh, a set of beads that he has on his person. He says they're made from the bones of a dragon, at which point you notice um, Travis cock an eyebrow and then seems to look off in a different direction. Okay. 
not a very inspiring conversation, but you can you can go for it. <laughs> yeah, do they keep walking? Yeah, so um, the orcs are leading you, though they seem to be taking their dear sweet time, which uh, seems very interesting given the situation. Like to, I just like to know Ari's uh, sudden uh, widening eyes and then shifty like like squinting at Leon at suddenly <laughs> being able to understand every word they're saying. Leon realizing. Oh, I didn't tell anyone. Yeah, Gris um, and Gris. Leon kind of just like turns around quickly and is like, I have a new spell. It's called tongues. I touch someone. We can all understand every language. I touch Travis. means we can understand Orcish. I didn't ask for an explanation. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you all knew. Gris just like nods down at Leon and says, helpful. I thought they were speaking common. Or half like or druidic. I'm not sure. There was there. I just could hear it. <laughs> I could understand. Leon, Le- Leon looks at Gris and says, "It's all common for the next hour." Us. It's it's everything is common. Every language is common. She she kind of nods, she... <laughs> and uh, after hearing, I guess the dragon beads thing, she kind of like I just have to speak very loudly, like whispers to Travis, and she's like, "You really think those are dragon made of dragon bones? Surely not, right?" You said there were like what three, two? Travis uh, sort of shrugs, and it like sends you up in the air. And he's like, "I mean, minor dragon bones, so it's not unheard of. It's just impressive." Oh. Gris kind of like looks at the, the necklace. Is he wearing it currently? <laughs> the dragon bone necklace. Yeah. It's not a necklace, and oh. wherever it is, he's not wearing it. Oh. 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 So anyways. <laughs> she's like, hmm, okay. And she's like, you really think they're gonna just give up everybody? They seem pretty excited about getting married. Orc weddings aren't all they're cracked up to be. And, um, I can just tell them a few horror stories. Or, you know, they can always lie. And he sort of like sighs for a minute. He's like, Gris, you'd be surprised to hear this, but orcs aren't very smart. <laughs> She's like, mm, I gave Maxilla the intelligence buff for a reason. <laughs> you did charisma. Oh, I gave you charisma. I also have an intelligence buff. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word buff. <laughs> Clearly it wasn't an intelligence spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just kind of nods. Um, so Leon kind of is right behind Travis because she was close enough to kind of touch him. I assume she can hear this conversation between them. Um. Yeah. Uh, if, if you are close enough, you can hear. Travis is yeah. a large man and he's not great at speaking quietly. He tries. Yeah. <laughs> so I think upon hearing him say that uh, they're not super intelligent, Leon says, well, hopefully that'll work in our favor to try and get our friends back. He nods. Leon's very tense. She's not, mm-hmm. she, she just continues to follow. She's stressed. Um, Ari's just been wondering that, like, 
So the if the plan in their head, right? If the plan is to avoid the fighting, the plan is diplomacy. They're like, none of us here are very good at diplomacy, no matter what Leon says. <laughs> in, she actually really in is. Their head. haven't seen her in a noble situation yet. Well, I'm sure well, that'll work is. with the orcs. She, she, right? she kidnapped last November. <laughs> uh, but is is thinking then that like at the only point. Uh, in order to like even ex possibly explain that it's not just about their god, uh, they pipe up uh, or like um, uh, try and reach Travis, just get a little closer to Travis and pipe up and go, I don't know th that we'll have a an explanation that satisfies them. What is it you intend to say? Travis thinks for a moment, and he's like, Ariadne, you've never been a young man before, but some very stupid young men, and he like sort of like looks over his shoulder at Galen, and he's like, or even slightly older men, mm. would do anything to impress someone who has an influence over them. And so... Understandable. My plan is to treat them like they're children. And he, like, sort of thinks for a moment, <laughs> he's like, which is to say that we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Do you think the ones that they're taking us to are also children? I mean, they've said that they haven't had the rights yet, oh, so... okay. Fair enough. I'll um follow your lead on that one. I'll trust you'll tell us what to do, basically. So you all continue to walk. Um, and the landscape becomes familiar. You pass by an area you remember. A rocky sort of alcove. You can see um the remains of large eggshells glinting in the moonlight. <laughs> Everyone but B recognizes this. <laughs> so and go, you never did tell us how that went. Yes. Did they leave, I guess? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, communication was a little bit harder after uh, y'all left, but uh, we had already come to an agreement, so... Uh, uh, God damn, it's been uh, kind of a hard year now that I think about it. We've had to give up some uh, livestock for them, and now we've had like kind of a rougher harvest this year. Might have to bounce the books a little bit. Anyway, um, uh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> I think I'm a Don't little. Don't books will fit on a scale. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mama headed out to the forest after the babies hatched, and I haven't seen her since, honestly. But she seemed they all came out great, so. A little rough and tumble, so a little rough and tumble, and uh, scattering the eggs around for a little bit didn't stop them from coming out strong. From what coming out they strong? They all kind of scratches their head, grimaces. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not read my letter? There wasn't many pictures. Travis kind of like frowns and he goes, "Your boyfriend almost killed a bunch of babies." I, 
hearing this Galen just get, like gets super defensive and he's like I didn't actually plan on killing them Travis it, it, admittedly Galen it looked like you did um, Leon looks at B and is like last time we were here there was a wyvern the wyvern had eggs I can communicate with wyverns which was fun to explain um, and also just fun to like just hiss for like 30 minutes and nobody know what I was saying um, the, Galen grabbed one of the eggs uh, the wyvern freaked out I grabbed the egg from Galen no 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 baby wyvern murder happened are we just not going to talk about the part how a fight also happened Chris kind of like shoots she a look at Galen and, and is like, "Now's not really the time." <laughs> seeing that over the from, campfire later. <laughs> seeing that look from Chris, Galen just sort of shuts his mouth. No, oh, Galen. Travis is going through some things. Like, let's not let's not try to. <laughs> so, you all sort of continue in silence for a little bit longer. They take you over a hill and down the other side, which leads to what appears to be a cave. Outside of the cave are two more orcs. They seem to be guarding the entrance. Travis holds up a hand, and he's like, let's not threaten any children this time. Yeah, I'll just and roll his eyes. <laughs> Travis just completely ignores you. <laughs> Travis crosses his arms and he goes, <clears throat> We're looking for some humans. Not these humans. And he like sort of like points and he's like, Well, human-ish. Uh, six of them. I think you might be keeping them for some kind of crazy sacrifice that seems totally unnecessary. Doesn't it seem unnecessary, Maxilla? Yeah, it seems absolutely unnecessary. Uh, I mean, sorry. Uh, I, we got, there's a whole other thing that y'all aren't understanding, and we don't think it's just Grumps that's having this issue, so we don't think a sacrifice would be sufficient, uh, successful for what y'all are trying to accomplish. One of the, uh, the orcs kind of looks up at the two of you and he goes, you two are very tall. Thank you. <laughs> um, I got it from a bar. Um, at this point, you can actually hear someone speaking uh, a broken combination of orcish and common inside of the cage. Inside inside of the cave. Um, Maxwell, you can tell that this person is anxious. But mm -hmm. they seem to be doing a good job of holding a conversation with whoever they're talking to. Asking them questions about marriage and beads. Telling them about their own marriage. Um, in a way that reminds you of maybe how they used to calm you down when you were much younger and weren't used to the voice of Grumsh in your head. Mm-hmm. Maxilla looks out a sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, thank Chanti. Uh, this is, sorry, that's in her head. She didn't say that out loud. But uh, 
she's just so thankful because she was really worried about her Ba and but like she was just trying to kind of address it at one point of a time. But hearing Ba and hearing that they are uh calming down or at least, you know, operating the situation in a way that seems successful to a certain amount. They're relaxing. Like hearing Ba's relaxing words to a random orc is relaxing Maxilla in a nostalgic <laughs> sense. <laughs> Stapes, um, who has been just clinging to you this entire time, and has witnessed quite a few weirdly personal moments for you, um, unwraps herself from you and sort of darts forward. The just like uh, settle down. I know. I hear him. I do, but I think we need to assess the situation. I think Boz got it on their end, okay? Travis uh, looks back at Ari and goes, can I have the rest of, rest of that flask? Yeah. I pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just kind of gently shakes her head like... <laughs> Travis yeah, looks at the flask, and, like, <laughs> sniffs it, and he's like, some good stuff. And then uh, goes, sorry, I'm gonna have to take the rest of it. And then hands it to one of the orcs at the door and goes, you think we could get in? The orc drinks it and then goes, <coughs> no. <laughs> wow, what foley work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> Did you just do that on demand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was shook. That's a talent. <laughs> um, at which point Travis kind of looks so... back at you all and he's like, I could use uh, some help in being persuasive here. Um, Chris is like Leon. <laughs> Ari just takes talk? a step back. <laughs> can, can, can we talk in Orcish? Can we take a step? <laughs> or a cute wink and Wait. a flashing of a smile? <laughs> yes, B. Uh, can we talk in Orcish? Is that how tongues work? So, this is the question because technically. So what Tongues says is it says the spell grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. And when the target speaks, any creature that knows at least one language and can hear the target understands what it says. So because Travis was my target, yeah, we so, all so can they hear can't... and understand what he says. They can't understand you, but yes. you can understand them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, does Maxilla still um, have the dough buff, uh, the the gris buff of Yes, she does. Okay. <clears throat> so, I could do, like, a persuasion check, and it would actually, like, have an advantage? Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, hmm. So... What are we trying to persuade right now, though? Like, is it we're just generally that we're trying to tell him that it's in? We gotta get in. He yes. kind of whispers to Maxilla and it's like, flirt with them! 
I guess I, I have a question. Like, why aren't they letting us in if there's other orcs here that said we could get in? The guards are just like, nah. Did the other orcs already go? Um, they're just contrary. They're orc teenagers. They're just kind of like that. They're kids. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, they're okay. They're like equivalent to eighteen year olds. So yeah, I hate. Right, I'm not flirting with eighteen year old. I'm twenty six years old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, Leon kind of looks right. to Maxilla and and says, "I can I can work magic, physically and speech wise, but not if they don't understand me." So I think I'm just going like, to take a crack pretty. at him. Wait before you take uh, a crack. Before before you take a crack. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, Jimmy, can we? Is there any other entrances to this cave? Is there anything else going on? Like, can we? Can we see? Can we just take a peek? A little gander. I mean, you can. A little, per- a little perception roll. You can try. <sighs> just quip back to Leon. Like, if speech-wise is the best you can do, um, maybe Maxilla can take it. Leon looks at Arya and says, "Yeah, I don't." I've got no no orcish knowledge. So I nope. I got a 13. I don't know that that'll give us much, but I rolled an 18. Oh, it's a cave. There's one entrance. Um presumably no. there's another entrance somewhere underneath the ground that connects to other caves, but um I would discourage you from looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Four episodes later, the gang gets into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maxwell's gonna freaking crack out the charm. Right, Travis uh, thinks you're very pretty as you're doing this. He's like, "Oh wow, her charisma's off the charts." <laughs> so right. so does so does Arya and tries to catch Travis's eye. I'm just like, yes, another bonding moment. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> Travis nods. Hot women. But <laughs> he looks a little sad <laughs> as he as he catches your eye. Oh. Right. Uh, so Maxilla kind of works her way up to the front, and okay, I'm sorry. I think I just need the scene set a little bit more. So is it like three guys just like standing in front of the cave, just not letting so us in? So there's two orcs guarding the cave door. They have three friends who are sort of awkwardly standing there, um, looking between those two orcs and presumably Travis, who's been facilitating most of the interaction. Okay. Uh. If I want to roll a, per- a persuasion check to persuade them to let us in, should I do that before I do my little charmy bit or afterward? I should do roll it before. Beforehand? I should do it after. Yeah. Oh. Roll it. Roll it beforehand. Before. Okay. I have advantage. Yeah. Cool. Let's see. I don't understand how this means. I think it did both already. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did. I won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled... What did you roll, hun? I an won. A, I got an 18. an 18, Jenny. I got an 18. All right, go ahead. Give me give me your, your best speech. I'm going to have to get into, like, orc kid mode. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, what brings you out to our neck of the woods? Uh, welcome to our the 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 farm of uh linked hearts. Uh, 
I see that you are enjoying our cave system. Uh, I, I, listen, uh, sounds like y'all are, y'all seem like nice people, and I would just love to get in beyond y'all, and, well, I would like to get to know you, and I would like to get to know everyone else that's in there as well, uh, and if, uh, and I think we can come to an agreement that can all help us, can, that can help us all. And Wow, Maxwell is not good. Before, before Maxwell <laughs> finishes, B's like, I, I don't know if um, Maxwell can even see, but B's kind of trying to lean over and kind of going like... Uh, and then Maxwell... <laughs> and like, like, kind of like posing a little bit. Maxwell flips her braid <laughs> and like, kind of like winks and like shows off her like... Uh, Face or war paint that she has on, and she's like, I think we are cut of similar cloth, and I think that we could have a lively conversation about many topics. <laughs> I think at this point, Gris is because we can understand Maxilla, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Gris is like, oh my god. <laughs> Travis is nodding along, shaking her head. Travis is nodding along as if this is the most charming thing he's ever seen. He's like, <laughs> he's, like, yes. <laughs> he's like, absolutely, I would follow you anywhere, whatever you say, babe. Um, <laughs> the orc at the door watches this whole sort of thing by Maxilla and goes, You look very pretty and very strong. How well, many have you. you killed? Um, I've done my time. <laughs> at this uh, point, Travis's trance seems to be broken, and he's looking at the kid with like a heartbroken expression. <laughs> Chris kind of um, el- elbows him a little, like it's it's for the greater good. <laughs> I consider Travis is like a it's not about that of my of this land here. I have slain a beast or two in my time. I have taken out what was it? A bear? <laughs> the that other one attacking. like sort of elbows his friend and he's like how are you supposed to get married if you question the strength and murder capacity of every orc woman you meet? Of course you can come in. Ah, thank you. Oh, y'all, y'all seem like y'all seem like stand-up guys. They were sitting down. Were they? I think they were standing. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the ones still outside. I don't know. At this point, um, Travis is has sort of pushed past the kids that have sort of gestured in, and he, um, he looks at one of them and he goes, you know, your, your worth really shouldn't be ma- measured in the amount of people you, you kill. We should really figure that one out. Um, sometimes it's by the strength of your heart. <laughs> Travis is like, yeah exactly what she said. I was gonna say it a little differently, but yes! Alright, um, Maxilla, can you 
find in this. Cardio is very important. It's true. <laughs> uh, B kind of leans over and kind of. I, I know they can't understand me, but B just says it anyways. Um, says kind of like, "There's more important body counts." And goes. Oh. <laughs> I think Leon and Galen do that at the same time. <laughs> and then look at I look at Galen. Uh, Travis makes the same noise, but looks anywhere but at anybody in the party. Maxwell makes direct like... eye contact with B. Chris is doing the like mom thing where she's just like, I'm gonna pretend I don't hear any of this. He's just confused. Does she mean like a roll call? Yes. Actually, no. You know what? Right. Maxilla high fives B. <laughs> At this point, Travis is like, Stapies, do you see your boss? <laughs> Real long. Stapies, who's been watching this sort of B-Maxilla interaction with absolute confusion, mm -hmm. uh, perks up and goes, Ba? At which point, Chet <laughs> pokes their head up from behind a particularly large rock. Oh, Maxilla and Stapies, it's so good to see you. I was a little worried about you, I'm not gonna lie. I just met the nicest boy here. His name is something a little difficult to pronounce. And uh, he was just telling me a fascinating story about these wedding beads that he's got on him. Did you know they have to carve them when they turn 13 years old? Maxilla, could you even, were we even allowing you to hold knives? When, oh, I guess we had machetes and yeah. stuff, but. Uh, but you weren't doing carvings or will nothing. By the time we were whittling since I was like nine. Oh yeah, but not beads at a stone. It was like woods and. Anyways, it's it's I I'm very proud of you, Maxilla. Can you get us the hell out of here, please? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am happy to see you safe. Fields mutual. <laughs> The orcs sort of watch this interaction um, with sort of collective arm crossed. It's a little unclear if you're going to get out of here. Gris kind of like whispers, whispers slash talks to Travis and she's like, okay, now what's the plan? <laughs> like, you said we Travis later. <laughs> Travis like rubs the, bri the the his chin and he's like, well, I guess we're at the bridge now, aren't we? Yes, I do believe we have to cross it. <laughs> and now it's time to burn it. <laughs> I thought we were trying to chop witches dead. I, that was not a character. Allison said that, not Maxilla. <laughs> I didn't you know, use the accent. No one's saying this back. I thought we were supposed to keep our bridges intact. <laughs> uh, B kind of leans over to uh, Maxilla and kind of goes, I think they got a liking for you. I think... You could convince them to <laughs> let us go, you know, with a price of a wink or that here or there. Okay. Leon. Um. <laughs> uh, question for the. Oh no, you go. Oh, I, I just. I'm sorry. Yeah, really quick. I just have a question. So we saw Chet. Do we see all the other like people, or is it just Chet? You can hear them. Presumably, they are also somewhere behind this rock that Chet was behind. So there's, um, okay, so what's the inside of this cave? Just a big giant rock? It's it's a cave. What is it I, it it's, goes further back, it looks like, but there's a large rock behind which you can hear people talking. Okay. Um, 
Leon looks to Travis and says, Do you think any of them are a clear leader? Or do you think they're all making decisions together? Like, is there someone we should be focusing our conversation on? Travis uh, laughs at that. He thinks your question is funny. <laughs> he goes, If there was a leader, the other ones would all be dead by now. So, I'm gonna assume they sort of... Okay. <laughs> at which point he looks to Maxilla and he's like, I actually, I think, um, I think Miss Bakken is, um, is right about. Yeah. All right. All right. So she turns to all of the people, all of the guys, the homies. <laughs> no, they're not homies. <laughs> the boys. They're the boys. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, hey, y'all, I think this has been a big misunderstanding. And I understand that you got your, we all got our problems right now. Uh, but okay, wait, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> what are you rolling for? Persuasion. I got to persuade okay. him to live my debt on my babago. And everybody else is it? We're just oh, shit, with advantage too. Uh, well, that's just one. roll it again. Oh, are we rolling? Okay, what? Well, I got that... a nineteen. I got okay. a nineteen. All right, time to break out the charm. Okay, <clears throat> so. hang on. Let me get in character. Let me get in character. <coughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all seem like 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 I said. This seems to be a big misunderstanding, and I think that y'all can uh, there's. This doesn't have to be your only thing in life, and we don't have to have a. You don't have to sacrifice these people. Uh, we're having a bigger issue. We think we believe. Oh, the Lord! I need to think this before I start talking. Uh, um. As Maxilla is talking, the orc from outside approaches her. Yes. Takes something from his pocket and puts it in his hand in her hand. Looks up into her eyes and goes, Would you be my war bride? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, is Gris still on Travis's shoulders, I'm assuming? Like, yes, absolutely. So, okay, Gris is like tense and like so nervous. She probably like it increases her grip on, on Travis's clothing <laughs> and kind of like leans forward to see his face. And Travis is in hysterics. He thinks this is the funniest fucking thing <laughs> okay, he's ever seen. Gris, Gris, Gris just like mouth cool. agape, just like jaw has dropped. He's just gonna stare, uh, stare like that for a while. Maxilla says, well, ain't you a charmer? But I think you'll have to ask, well, he's got he's first in line. Oh. <laughs> 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 Um, so, and your bead's real pretty, and I really admire the craftsmanship, <laughs> but, uh, uh, he got here first, I think. Uh, I appreciate it, and if I see any other pretty orc ladies, I'll let them know. I'll send you all for, I'll send them to you first, because, damn, I'll be like, the craftsmanship on them beads, the... <laughs> 
the passion in his eyes. It was beautiful. Uh, I also think I might be a little old for you. I appreciate that. Y'all, you're very sweet. Very sweet. But I will put in a good word with the next pretty orc lady. I know that's not my sister's. (laughs) (laughs) The orc looks immediately disappointed as if he had been about to ask a follow-up question of (laughs) Stavies. Gris kind of like whispers to Travis and is like, have you given Maxilla your beads? Travis uh, stops laughing immediately and goes, I'm working. Chris kind of, Chris kind of is like pats him real quick, and she's like, oh, "We've, we've, we've got a lot of, we've got a lot of time for this." It's yeah, yeah take your time, take your time. <laughs> is blushing gray at this point. <laughs> Travis is no longer finding this situation funny, and uh, starts to walk past the kid, and he's like, "Yeah, you, you heard her. I have, I've got dibs." dibs. Um, <laughs> Do we, we're just, we're gonna, uh, I'm sure this is a lot of rejection for you to hit. We're just gonna go. I think we should, I think she's saying that we should just, we should just go. Mm-hmm. Yep, we should, we should go. Yeah. What about the others? I like, yeah, uh, Travis. <laughs> Stapies, can you go get the, um, can you go get your bond and the, and the, I'm gonna, I'm going outside. And he, like, <laughs> walks taking Gris with him on his shoulder. Now, what are you boys gonna do once we leave? Though, thank y'all for letting letting these guys go. They uh, they've got a they've got a fun little get together to get back to once they're out of here. But what are y'all gonna do? Are y'all gonna stick around, or what are y'all doing? They so, kind of look at each other for a moment, and they're like, "Well, I guess." We go to home. I guess we go home, and uh, and they like sort of look after Travis as if they they had some questions they would have liked to ask someone more familiar with orc culture. <laughs> but he's left, and they're like, and um, we tell them nobody can hear Grosh. I guess I think that's a good first step. B kind of leans over to Maxilla and kind of goes, invite them to the fest. Y'all want party? Up, I was going to say, I'm like, who is it? probably far. We need more dancers. Seems like a bad idea. Leon whispers like, that seemed like a bad idea. I received the party invitation. You know what? We're kind of full. <laughs> <laughs> they like look at each other and they're like, a party like, and they do a snapping gesture similar to what Travis had done before. No. <laughs> Leon just like starts furiously shaking her head. No. You know what? Y'all can line dance the direction of home on your own. I can teach you a line dance really quick if you want. <laughs> they like look at you and they're like, it, it, the orc goes, if you do not want to be my war bride, I would ask that you leave. And take your pet humans with you. Ah, yes. My many companions. <laughs> that are... Nope. Yep. Yep. Starts to pipe up just like we're not... Still not knowing this entire time that they've said something or spoken. It's not been explained to them that they, they're they not understood. Um, 
just making that clear so they do start to pipe up going like we're not i'm not and like <laughs> uh i think they're talking about the other uh wagon people already at this point, Chet has sort of gathered together everyone, and they look relatively unharmed, though a little terrified. They're sort of looking between Maxilla and the other orcs. Meanwhile, outside, Travis and Gris are hanging out. <laughs> Gris, Gris kind of like is trying to figure out the the white the the right way to like word things, and she's like, "Uh, so Travis." Wanna talk about it? <laughs> well, you know, maybe the, the bees thing or or your past or um you know, just I'm just here if you if you need anything. The what the what thing? The beads thing? Oh. It's just uh I was going to get married before I left, and then I left. And oh now I have beads and it's fine. It's fine. No, it's it's good. Um, I just thing you said reminded me a little bit of my mother. Anyways, um, oh, shouldn't they be out here by now? I'm sure they're working on it. I didn't, Travis. I'm sorry. No, it's it's I it, I, I I like being reminded of her. It's it's good. Gris kind of just pats him, and she's like, "I'd like to hear about her sometime." She's like, and then she kind of like turns her head to look back at the cave and she's like do you want to go check on them or should we give them another minute or two he's like oh god the last thing i want to have to interact with is, is orc marriages let's just let's just wait <laughs> says, we can wait <laughs> maxilla have you uh gotten all your friends together bees bee do you want to flirt with anybody do you need do you need to say any flirty goodbyes to people who don't understand what you're saying okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one way to communicate. <laughs> oh my god, body language. <laughs> B uh, does not flirt with everybody, and purely because of the fact that you know she's very proud of Maxilla for captivating the room. Mm. <laughs> I feel like Maxilla's learned a lot, and B is very proud. Maxilla never wants to speak again. <laughs> with so many words. <laughs> So, um, Chet sort of leads the group of humans out in front of you. Um, they then stop and turn to Maxilla and Stapes, who is clinging to Ba's hand. And they say, <clears throat> Maxilla. Thank you. I'm, uh, not quite sure what they did with our wagon, but... I'll just make Incas build us a new one the next time he misbehaves. Uh, I'm gonna try to get everybody here back home over the bridge on the other end of town. The, the water's a little deep. Um, and also I'm quite sure I caused your mother enough fear. Mm. Yeah. I just I wanna thank you and your friends and your friend. And, uh, I hope, I hope this didn't ruin your festival. I, I know how much you look forward to it every year. Maxilla kind of tears up a little bit. I don't, I think, because Maxilla, hmm, I think 
Maxilla breaks down and she's like, Bah, I was so scared back there. Oh my god. What if I messed up if if I I rambled at them for like five minutes and for I think I just got away. I was going by the skin of my teeth just because of if Gris hadn't given me that charm, I that would have gone so much worse. And I could have lost you, I could have I, I could have lost everybody I ever cared about. Well, mo- almost everybody I've ever cared about all in one go. Because I, of one of, I was I'm just so glad that it worked out. But I was terrified in the moment of saying the wrong thing and just losing it all. And I'm just happy that we're all out here now. Ba nods, and they sort of stand on their tiptoes to, like, pat you on the face very gently and goes, I never doubted you for even a second. Oh. Like, so that's how to sigh relief. <laughs> and then they go, <laughs> Plus, if you anything like your mother, or he's anything like your mother, you would have gotten out just fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, but at that point they um they give you one last gentle pat on the cheek and um turn back towards the rest of the group, which they start walking towards the bridge on on the other end of, of the river. Um Leon kinda says well, I think that went well. And she turns to Maxwell <laughs> and says, You did really well. Thanks. <laughs> B also turns to Maxwell and goes, You know, you are sex. You, you gotta use more of that sex appeal you have. I think we need to still have. You need. I, I have a lot to learn. <laughs> B, how do you do that constantly? <laughs> that was. That was my personal hell. <laughs> Galen, like, walks up to Maxwell and sort of just at least attempts to reach to pat her shoulder and goes, I think you're better with words than you think you are. <laughs> are they oh, outside? shucks. Travis nods and he goes, I liked it. First in line, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Me? And then Galen, like, points back to Travis and, like, smiles cheekily, like, hmm? <laughs> Travis completely ignores Galen altogether. <laughs> oh. So, beams down at Maxilla and says, I thought you did really good. And you were very brave. It was not an easy thing to do. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. Uh, Maxwell realizes that she did say that Travis was first in line, and she's oh. like, "Oh shoot!" Like, uh, but like, you know, <laughs> I, 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 like I think I think like a lot of shits washing over her. Currently, I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> uh, kind of seeing that Maxilla is overwhelmed, Leon puts her hands together and says, well, I believe we have some weapons to retrieve, and then also we have to go back to the festival, except this time. And she looks at Maxilla, she's like, no more greased pig, right? We're done with that? No. That part's done. But I do have many more ideas about what I can... I have so many other things planned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Maxwell is shifting into festival mode. <laughs> I, upon I hearing that, I just like look at Leon and say, "Oh, did you hear that? So many other mm. things planned." 
so Neil looks at Ari and is like, oh, I heard it loud and clear. Um, B kind of just kind of goes. sure. Wouldn't want you to miss out because you didn't hear her. <laughs> B kind of just goes, oh, the night is so young. Room for so many activities. And as she says that, she kind of just nudges Galen a little bit. And just... <laughs> much <laughs> as blue and it's just like uh, that can wait a little bit longer Gris kind of chuckles gleefully at B's comment misinterpreting it and she, her eyes go wide and she's like oh that's right Galen we have to go back and play with the pigs <laughs> Galen just like lights up with joy <laughs> he's like you're right yes I'm going to get down and dirty with something else pink too I assume <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, at this point, Leon has like started walking in the direction that they were going and is like just heading towards the river and waiting for them to come back because she's like, I can't handle this. As, can. they're, as they're walking, um, I think, and I, yo, I just want to say, I mentioned it to those orc boys, but now the thoughts in my head, I am teaching y'all line dance and we're doing it at the hoedown tomorrow i swear it. i swear it we're all i'm all making it. it's not that hard it's gonna be so much fun we can do it as a group won't that be so fun travis I, uh, says, I can waltz Ari's i can just waltz. like i can probably I lie down wait Ari, sorry repeat you know the boots getting boogie oh i just said like like this is one of the things that Ari is excited like act, lights up about like they're excited like they're just like, watching maxwell and they're just like i don't know what this is but i think i'd be good at it <laughs> Travis uh, is underneath Gris. He like looks up at Gris and he's like, "I don't really dance. Do you think she's she's gonna? Do you think she's going to make me dance?" <laughs> Gris Gris kind of like lets out like half a breath and she's like, "Listen, most of dancing is just making eye contact and just moving in a circle, kind of slowly." I think you got the eye contact thing down, so don't worry too much about the rest. It's a lot like fist fighting. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a different end goal, Travis. <laughs> a different end goal. <laughs> and she also um, says, uh, "I hope we, I hope we can definitely enjoy the festival and whatever form of dancing you may do, Travis. But we gotta figure out this issue with the gods soon." Speaking he doesn't really have an answer to that. <laughs> you all are walking back towards the riverbank, and now you are at the riverbank, by the way. Mm-hmm. Speaking of gods, is Harvest doing okay? Uh, well, we kind of had a weak harvest this year, and we kind of blamed it on the drought that happened. Uh, but, like, two years ago, we thought it would bounce back this year, but... We were assuming that it was kind of like a late drought problem, but now hearing about how Grumsh and all these other gods have been uh, tampered down, we're kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Chanti, uh, is also powers also was weaker this year. Pumpkins just weren't as big this year. You had so many gourds that were so small, but perfect for launching. <laughs> Blessing in disguise. <laughs> I guess there's pros and cons to having uh, low fertility and (laughs) nourishment, you know. (laughs) If we run out of gourds, 
I have given the alternative. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Travis is blatantly ignoring B's comment about fertility. <laughs> yeah, so is our. It just went over their head. They're on the boards. <laughs> Travis saw it, and he looked the other way as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, they've now reached the riverbank. And he sort of looks at Galen and crosses his arm, and he's like, Okay, fish. I... Do you like seeing me swim, Travis? You always offer for me to go first. It's it's kind of flattering. If there's one thing I've learned, it's better to have a thief where you can see them rather than behind you. I'm just gonna ignore that, and Galen runs and sort of just like swan dives into the the river. At this point, Travis turns to B and he goes. You know, you have truly awful taste, and I'm a little worried that reflects poorly on. Uh, B responds and kind of just, uh, it kind of ignoring the comment a little bit and kind of just going, well, I'm glad uh, we both enjoy watching a thief. I do enjoy watching that one, too. Something we have in common, I guess. <sighs> Travis looks at Ariadne and he's like, would you like a ride? <laughs> Leon walks over to Maxilla at the same time. So. <laughs> Maxilla so. does the most grandiose bow possible. <laughs> Leon, like, picks up her fake skirts and, like, curtsies back. <laughs> and then, like, motions to climb on Maxilla because she's not trying to swim. So. <laughs> As I'm so climbing they... up, oh sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh, I was just gonna say, as I climb up onto Travis, just thanking him again, trying to do so as lightly as possible, so he barely feels it. Uh, I just gr- grumble to myself. I'm like, I will swim this one day. <laughs> Travis gives you like a an awkward pat on the back over his shoulder. <laughs> He's like, thank you. Remind me when we get back that I owe you a drink. <laughs> Great. Oh, thank you. Chris kind of mentions to Travis, she's like, did you know that I can turn into animals now? Like, just thinking about Ari wanting to cross the river. She's like, so I can kind of swim sometimes. <laughs> He's like, that's very cool, Chris. Very cool. And wades into the river with you both on his shoulders. <laughs> Chris, Chris thought it was a fun fact. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um... Maxilla, do you carry your two beautiful women across the the mm-hmm. water? Mm-hmm. All right, so you reach the other side. Your weapons are in a... dust by the dead fire. Oh no, go for it. Go for it. No, I, I answered my own question because it was the same question I had when we crossed it the first time, but it's been since resolved, so it's fine. Okay. The question okay. was, how did Stapies get across last time? <laughs> Stapies uh waited, presumably. Fair <laughs> enough. Also work. <laughs> She's big and strong. Yeah. Um, You get to the other side, and you can see your weapons still lying discarded in the dirt. It doesn't look like anyone's really picked through them. Um, You all notice that though everyone's is covered in dust the way that Travis requested, Leon's sword. Shining. Clean. Dotted with beautiful red rubies. Looks hand-forged. Lies in the dust. Untouched. Almost as clean as it was at her waist. Leon gingerly picks it up and kind of sheaths it again. Is like, glad I didn't have to fight for that. 
Chris kind of like looks down at Leon and is just like, "You seem to take a lot of pride in that sword, Leon." It's a very nice sword. It is a very nice sword. Is kind of from your stores, your family stores. Leon looks at Chris and is like, "No, <laughs> it's not." Chris kind of like shoots. Kind of doesn't say anything else. You got Chris kind of shoots Galen like eyes. Like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> Galen just looks up at Chris and is like, "Yeah." <laughs> mm-hmm. Chris, Chris just like folds her hands and just smiles at Leon, and she's like, "Very nice sword. Glad you have that." Um, I kind of have a question. Can I um, be as a person who enjoys many pleasures and delicacies? Can I do a perception check on that sword? Yeah, you can. You absolutely can. Kill swords. As someone who steals swords. <laughs> 24. Holy oh. shit. Okay, let me give you just a quick summary of this sword. So you, um, as Leon straps it to her belt, you sort of uh, lean forward, take a little peek. You sort of make it look like maybe you're examining your shoe or you're just really interested in, in like a bug on the ground or something. But what you're really doing is looking at this sword. It looks handmade. It's very shiny. It looks like the hilt is made out of real silver. You think it would make a quite nice necklace if it was, say, melted down. It's got <laughs> rubies in it, and they're very sparkly. Definitely real. You actually think, uh, you wouldn't mind rubies like those. Um, you know, if anyone was in the position to give you anything with rubies on it, you'd, you'd like it. It sort of reminds you of the sort of thing you've seen in the window of a shop of a man who came to you once to purchase a subscription to your services as a bachelor's party gift. That's really all you remember about it, but it is a very niche sword. Uh, he doesn't make any comment. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Interesting. Yet. <laughs> He's like, I will hoard this knowledge. <laughs> Uh, Maxilla picks up her hammer, like, spits on it, rubs it out with her, like, flannel, and then gives it a big old kiss. And she's like, oh, I missed you. And she puts it on her back. Leon watching um, this, like, touches she... her sword, yeah. like... <laughs> uh, Ari just chuckles at Leon, like, yeah, that's a new swords person. Um, <laughs> and puts theirs back in their in the in their frog. Travis, without even so much as jostling Gris, because God forbid he jostle Gris, uh, reaches down, picks up his axe, looks at it, and then hands it to the halfling. And is like, can you just? I'm not sure. I have with with you there. It's a little hard to. Can you just hold it? Is it too heavy? Gris, Gris is like, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> And she takes it. Do you need a strength roll for that? Yes, I do. <laughs> she is so nervous. Oh my god, I can't. I can't even. Look. I'm just gonna like if, click in. Oh, if I'm seeing this, can I like ready? Oh. Yes, you I want to take are... the ready action to be ready to catch it so they don't kill themselves. Oh wait, I rolled dexterity. Hold on, I rolled the wrong thing. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, so Travis That's sort of hands one. 
hands you the, the axe and you almost immediately start to fall off of his shoulder. He then goes, drop the axe very loudly and steadies you with one hand. Ari darts forward and catches the axe, taking the time to strap it to Travis's back. Mm -hmm. At which point he turns around to them and he goes, two drinks. I owe you two drinks. (laughs) He's just like, oh no, oh no, 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 Travis, I'm so sorry, Ari, thank you so much. She's like, I'm just really small. (laughs) Okay. She's like devastated and like probably like bright red in the cheeks. Like, oh no, Travis has done so much. <laughs> Travis gives you a gentle pat on the head. Um, mm-hmm. You all follow Maxilla, who's now leading the party. Um, back through the trampled corn uh, along the same path. Mm-hmm back towards the farmhouse. As you approach, you can see that the festival is sort of winding down for the night. However, on the porch sits an orc woman holding a human person in her arms lovingly. Two slightly shorter, but still very tall, half-work children hold each other and seem to be crying. As you approach, Maxilla breaks into a jog and wraps her entire family up in her arms. I was gonna say, it was a full sprint. <laughs> I'm over here. Chet looks up, at, looks, at, looks up at you all and goes, You know, I think, I think you should all stay, at least through the last night of the festival. We, we owe you that much. Although, I'm pretty sure my daughter could have handled it.